French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. What's going on? It is play-by-play coming to you live here on this Tuesday. Extra refreshed, extra regen... I'm not re-energized enough to be able to say it properly. Extra refreshed, extra re-energized on this Tuesday. Hope everybody's having a wonderful day. Casey Disclair here. I have got a bag of gummy bears to my left, so I'll be content for the next 90 minutes. I've got a whole lot of thoughts in my mind, which hopefully will keep you guys occupied for the next 90 minutes as well. We want to thank the Blue Boot Rodeo for their support. The 2022 Blue Boot Rodeo will be held on July 7th through 9th at the Grand Isle Marina, located at 158 Sand Dollar Court at the Tarpon Pavilion. How about Southland Dodge and Homa? Industrial power systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Friend Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Rouse's Markets, get Rouse's Louisiana Crawfish hot from the pot, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., seven days a week at Rouse's Markets, tastes like home. Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. And then last but certainly not least, Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. We've got a fun show coming your way. Didn't have a show yesterday, so what we're going to do is we're going to kind of mesh our Monday and Tuesday shows together into one. What I mean by that is we'll have Brian Colley, South Bush Athletic Director, on in the next segment. He usually comes on with us at 11.45 on Monday. Omaha, Omaha. We'll have him on at 11.45 on Tuesday today. And we'll talk with him about things going on over in Tarpenland. Usually it would be summer break right now as we're May 31. <clears throat> They've still got another couple weeks of the grind left. Coach Colley and them are still in school until mid-June, so we'll talk with him about how things are going over on campus. One guy who's off doing his summer break is um, Joe Tuton. At 12 noon, we'll have Coach Tuton on. Summer break for Coach Joe just means that you get even more busy than what you already are. They're going to be uh, revving up the Southland Hogs in a high in high gear. They already have started their summer season. We'll talk with Coach Joe about what they're planning to do over the summer. I don't know how they wouldn't have a great summer. You know, you have all the talent of our area all the wonderful players, the slugging, the home run hitting, the dominant pitching, and you throw it all into one summer travel team, how wouldn't they be very good? They're coming off of a state championship last year. They're going to be poised to have another great summer. There's no doubt about that. Wax we'll Coach Joe about all of that at 12 noon. Then 12-15, it's our Tuesday show, so it's our Terrebonne General Tuesday. We'll have Stan Gravois with the Terrebonne General side of things. They are fresh off of their baseball game. That's now about a week and a half old. But we've also got to prepare for their um, uh, Athletic Hall of Fame ceremony, which is coming up in about three or so weeks. So Stan and them are going to be very busy with that. And then we've got headlines and, you know, weekend W's and L's and all those things that we've got to give out here. Uh, it's been a long weekend. We've had now we've got two teams that have punched their tickets into the NBA Finals with Boston clinching to take on Golden State. Big French Open matchup coming up in about two hours with Nadal taking on Novak Djokovic. That's going to be huge. Um, 
So much to talk about. We've got a lot of time. Fortunately, 85 now minutes left as I've been spending the last five minutes rambling, and we'll get all of that to you all. So let's open up the show with a little bit of a kind of interesting commentary. It's time of the year where, um, you know, we're playing high school swampland and seven on seven and, you know, where we're, um, you know, playing um, summer basketball and going to team camps and all those different things that our teams are doing. I saw something over the weekend that I thought was worth sharing, and I want to talk with you all about it because I think it's something that a lot of our coaches in our area should be excited about, and then a lot of people just in general in the area should be proud of, right? So, full disclosure, Saturday, I decided on a whim, like, okay, I'm not doing a whole lot, so let's go make a road trip. And I went to New Orleans for an LGR AAU basketball weekend event. LGR, I'm not exactly sure what it stands for. It's, you know, very well run. They, they do so much to promote women's basketball in the state. Uh, great people, Chris Goff, you know, all the, they, they put on such a – they make the, the event feel special for the girls. You know, they're interviewing and getting professional pictures. Like, there's opportunities to, to make these girls feel special, which builds interest and whatever it may be. So I go watch on Saturday afternoon in New Orleans – my niece play uh, AAU basketball. Uh, you know, she plays for BST. And, you know, the kids are in third grade. Some of them are in, you know, younger grade, second grade or whatever. And they're playing. They're competing. They're working hard. They're doing the best that they can. They're a couple of things of note. One, when I was a kid, youth coaching in our area was primarily like, okay, the best player's dad was the coach of the team and there wasn't a whole lot of instruction going on. You know, just that kid's dad was just there because his kid played really well and they wanted to stay connected. Like, there were no bad intentions, right? There were no bad intentions. There just wasn't a whole lot of expertise. Things have really, really changed. I was watching BST play this past weekend and they're coached by Kenny Lacey, who's you know, veteran basketball guy in the area. He knows his stuff. He, he you know, coaches hard. He does so much to help promote the youth and <clears throat> athletic training and whatever it may be. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't know how old Kenny is. He's probably about 40 years old, right? He could be doing anything that he wants to do on a Saturday, but he's choosing to be in this small little elementary school gym in the middle of New Orleans coaching these third graders. And every time I looked over the sideline, he was having a blast. It was a passion. It's it's a calling. Get home. You know, go watch a little Aria's game. Have a good time. Get home. Go to sleep. Wake up the next day and get reports of the South Lafouche Flash won the YBOA state championship in AAU. Or not AAU. I'm sorry. They're a travel team. They play some AAU. But they win the, the state championship for the YBOA side of travel basketball. And dominate while doing it. Again, things are advancing. Things are becoming far more sophisticated. South Fouche Flash, coached by Damian St. Pierre. We have him on every Friday. Really, really good coach. Good dude. Cares a lot about these kids. One of the things that is happening in our area is there are more people who are playing right now at younger ages 
And there are more people playing at younger ages that are getting top flight instruction. The Flash dominated this weekend. They won 33-6 over Louisiana United in the championship game. They win the state championship, and they are now moving on to play in the national tournament out in Florida. And this goes for football. This goes for baseball. This goes for basketball. The level of instruction that the kids are getting at a young age is better now than what has maybe ever been in our area, and that's something to be proud of. And what that means is that when old Coach Keegan gets them at LCO, they're going to know more about the game. There's going to be less teaching and more refining. And then because Coach Keegan and them, and I'm just using Coach Keegan as an example, I mean, of course, all the middle school coaches, you know, whoever it may be, the coaches at Lockport, the coaches at Raceland, the coaches at West Thibodeau, East Thibodeau, Golden Meadow, wherever. Then when they send those kids to high school, those kids are going to be more refined and more polished. And what you're going to see is our teams going deep into the playoffs and making championship pushes, much like we saw last year. Lady Flash had one heck of a weekend, and it was a testament to the amazing work being done by their staff. It was a testament to the amazing work being done by the kids. And it's a testament to the amazing work of the parents in our community for investing in their children and allowing them to play travel athletics. It's summertime. It's Memorial Day weekend. It would be very easy for the working mom and working dad who works all weekend long to say, you know what? On the weekends and over the summer, we're staying home, saving a little money, relaxing, getting off our feet. But we've got a lot of parents in our area who are willing to go the extra mile, who are willing to say, nope, I'm investing in my kid. We're going to that damn tournament in New Orleans. Nope, investing in my kid. We're putting them in travel basketball. If we got to go play in Mandeville, so be it. We'll do it. That investment pays dividends. That investment pays out in terms of athletic success. And athletic success pays out in terms of societal success because, and I say this often, and if it's a broken record to regular listeners of the show, I apologize in advance. Sports are a tool that breed model citizens. You learn lessons while playing sports. You learn how to be on time. You learn how to be diligent. You learn how to work with a teammate. You learn how to take orders and pay attention to detail. You learn all of those little things. That when you're 16, 17 years old and you've been playing sports your whole life and then it's time to you know go off to college and after you go off to college and it's time to get that first job, you're going to already know what's expected of you because you've been through it all before through your athletic endeavors. I'm so proud to see how much the local youth sports scene has grown. Damien, Kenny Lacey, the folks in Homa, you know, they got a B&B Elite and all the travel teams and baseball and... <clears throat> You guys are making a literal difference. So if ever you're sitting there at the end of the day, after a long day, being in the gym all day, and you're wondering, man, why the hell am I doing this? That's why. Because you're making a literal difference in our community. Did a story about the Lady Flash yesterday. Damien St. Pierre said this, and it was a quote that I wanted to share. Said he wanted to shout out BST and B&B Elite. This is a guy for the South Foosh Flash shouting out the other youth basketball programs in our area. Both of those squads have fifth grade teams. And Damien said this. I'm not sure if there's been a tournament in state or in our region that one of our three local teams hasn't won. The amount of talent in the Tri-Parish at this age is almost unreal. And they do a great job of coaching their girls and managing their programs. We're in a great position right now, athletically, in our area. There are so many people who are willing to work with the kids, and there are so many people who are willing to work with the kids for all the right reasons. So to the Lady Flash, congratulations. I'll shout out the names of all those little girls. Kimberly St. Pierre, Kinsley Terrible, Alea Gidry, Allie Rogers, Addison Rodrigue, Emery Ingram, 
Braxlin Collum, Stalia Cleveland, Braylon O'Quinn, Leighton Full of Love, Adeline LaFour, Jarina. I'm saying that right. Jariana Williams, my bad. To all those young ladies, congratulations on your successes and continue to push forward. And for the parents and supporters and coaches of those young ladies, thank you all for what you all do, because you all are certainly very appreciated. You are making a literal difference. Success in life is not about who has the most money. Success in life is not about who's a millionaire, who's got a nice car, who's got nice rims, who's wearing nice clothes. It's about who's leaving this doggone big circle that we live in better than where they left it. And these people who are doing these things, volunteering their time, are leaving an imprint that is going to make our community and our world a better place just strictly by being there. So congratulations to the Flash. Congratulations to all the other local youth sports teams. I was in all over the weekend as my Facebook feed was filled of Oh, congratulations, Flash. Congratulations, BST. Congratulations, you know, travel baseball team. You know, we won the championship. Congratulations this. Congratulations that. All we do is win, win, win. We've got a talented group. They're competing all over the place, getting experience, getting success, and are having a wonderful time doing it. So thank you all for investing in your children and keep up the good work because it's certainly inspiring to me to see it from afar, and I hope it continues. Catch a break here and play by play. When we get back, we're going to Brian Colley, South Louis High School athletic director, and Joe Tuton after that. And after that, Stan Gravel. You're listening to play by play. We'll be right back after this. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Yep, it's that time of year, Blue Boot Rodeo, July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. This rodeo is to promote water safety and drowning prevention. This year's activities for the rodeo on Friday, we have DJ Frozen. We also have a cornhole tournament, followed by shorts in December. Saturday, we have bingo and mimosas. DJ Frozen again. Rough and ready, we have our awards, a live auction. And closing it out, we have Junior Lacrosse from 8 to 11. That's the Blue Boot Rodeo coming this July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Markets feels like home. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. 
We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. You know Weatherbug users when you see them. The umbrellas before the storm. The scarves before the blizzard. The flip-flops before the heat wave. The prepared few. Well, not so few. Over 10 million people use the WeatherBug app for hyper-local weather reports and real-time updates that prepare you for whatever happens next. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug sees the unforeseen to protect you from the unpredictable. Download the WeatherBug app today for free. Do you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Wrestling has more than one royal family. And welcome back to Play by Play. Our first call-in guest today is a regular, as be South Lafourche Athletic Director Coach Brian Colley. Coach, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, Casey. Doing well. Yes, sir. Coach, you guys are in the final day of May and are still very much in school. I know that's got to be a little bit different athletically. You know, they're starting you know summer workouts while still in school. Swampland season starts on Thursday while still in school. It's providing different challenges, man. How are the Tarpon Athletic Program dealing with those challenges? Yeah, it is. You know, when you get to the end of May, not many uh, people want to be in school, but that's uh, what we have to be. And, you know, for a couple of more weeks we'll be here. But it's going to be a little different. You know, telling some of the kids, you know, just uh, it's going to be different. You're going to have to make some adjustments. You know, normally uh, June 1st they'd start their summer workouts and when they come maybe 6 in the morning, whatever it is, that they come, and by 10 o'clock or so, they're done. And if they get jobs, they can go in the afternoon and stuff. But now uh, they're going to be at school for the next two and a half weeks or so until, you know, 2.30, then 3 o'clock to 5.30, I think, is football workouts. Then after that, if they're playing basketball or baseball, they may have, may have games or practices uh, in the evening. So they're going to be putting some uh, – 13, 14 hour days, and it's going to be really tough on them. And they're going to have to, uh, you know, make adjustments and prioritize themselves uh, with certain things when the summer gets started. So I hate to even ask this question because, you know, it's something that has been kind of erased from our memory banks a little bit here, and with, <clears throat> with good reason, because we've made some progress. But 
You're seeing reports again, okay, coronavirus cases are going up. There was 2,600 more cases yesterday or whatever it may be. And, you know, the hospitalizations are not going up tremendously, but they're going up a little bit. So what is the protocols right now? If, you know, I know that this changes daily and what you tell me right now might not even be relevant three weeks from now. If a student athlete tests positive right now, what happens? Because at the beginning, there was all this, you know, contact tracing and, you know, the whole everybody that sat next to him in class had to sit out and, Everybody who he touched, y'all, I'd have to go back and watch film, and everybody they touched had to sit out. I know it's not like that anymore, but if a student athlete were to test positive, what happens now? Yeah, I believe they would have to uh, <clears throat> sit out. Like I think it's maybe five days they would have to miss, uh, and then they can go get tested after, and if they are negative, they can come back. If not, they would have to... Uh, you know, wait until you get a negative test or no more symptoms. But uh, as far as the contact tracing, it's pretty much uh, non-existent right now. Okay, very good. I was asked that question by a parent who was kind of concerned. I was like, oh, man, football is going to be a mess. And just wanted to, like, kind of illustrate that. It's like a lot of the things that caused the problems was the tracing, and that's really not much of an issue anymore. So uh, in terms of uh, coaching positions, Coach, you guys, you know, filled your basketball position. You I don't know if you got anything else that's open on campus right now. Are there any other openings or any other jobs that you are looking to secure? We have a couple of uh, assistant jobs open. I know uh, assistant uh, boys basketball looking for one, uh, possibly an assistant track position. And uh, I think pretty much that uh, we're going to be full for next year, which is uh, a great thing to have right now. And I think, you know, you got more coaches out there that want to help in football, but uh, we're limited where we can have five uh, non-faculty coaches on the football staff, and we had that limit right now. That's a blessing. You guys are, are far ahead of your neighbors uh, to the north, for sure. Central Lafourche is really struggling, and a lot of the other programs that you hear around the area are kind of struggling to fill it all up. So, man, it says a lot about the community and the involvement that everybody wants to, you know, kind of pitch in that you guys are full because that's something that not a lot of other schools have right now. Right. Look, we're going to have a couple of student teachers next year that's going to be coming in, and uh, some teachers are going to be their first year of teaching that they're uh, right now choosing not to coach because they want to make sure they get the teaching part done correctly first before they jump into coaching. So. Uh, we have some more uh, waiting in the wings, if you will, that can uh, step in, in uh, next year or two. Very good. Um, Coach, let's talk a little bit about Swampland Baseball because a lot of folks in the community are really excited. I've had a bunch of people text me in the last couple of days, oh, hey, when's the first Swampland game? You know, what time? Where's it going to be at? All that good stuff. Wanting to see what the Tarpons are going to look like after this dominant senior group that they've had. And you and I have talked to last couple of Mondays how we think there's still going to be some talent there and you know they're going to be coached up and everything of the sort but I don't know man I'm, I'm excited for Thursday because I like everybody else I want to see what it's going to look like yeah look uh, <clears throat> I know they got some younger kids that are excited to, to actually start playing a little bit more because with uh, you know with COVID year and with the storm and stuff they're, uh, they missed some games some opportunities that they could have gotten to play and they missed so they're going to be stepping in. It's going to sad to think, but they're going to be seniors stepping in and getting experience when in a normal year you can get that experience of sophomores and juniors. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure they're excited. The community is going to be excited to see what type of, of team. And I heard Coach Guitros on your show well, it was last week or so that they're going to try and play to win. 
which is uh, it's always a good thing. In summer, you know, you want to get experience and things like that. But uh, when you line up to play anything, you always want to win. No doubt about that. And and look, man, in, in terms of, you know, I, I've been harping on this now throughout the summer is that I really believe that right now in our area, we're in a really good spot because I think we've got some pretty good middle school coaching right now. I think we've certainly got great, you know, travel, basketball and baseball and, you know, whatever it may be. Kids are playing younger and they're being schooled better at their younger ages. I was talking about that in the first segment of the show. And you, you coached high school for a long, long time. What difference does it make when you have the feeder schools that are doing things productively versus when they're not? I'm sure it's a big boost and in, in a boost that folks in the area don't even realize. But whenever you have those feeder schools and those youth programs and they're all kind of pulling in the same direction, how beneficial is that to a high school program? Well, I mean, Casey, you can go look at the teams that won the state championships in any sport and first thing, go look at their feeder schools or their middle schools and see. And I can pretty much guarantee you that they're going to be on the same page and uh, they got active involvement. It's huge. And our middle school coaches right now are doing just a great job of uh, promoting the sports, promoting athletics, and getting these kids out and participating and, you know, not having cuts and letting everybody play. And it's uh, they're doing, a, again, a tremendous job, and it's, it's great to see. I mean, when you can have 73 kids at a, at a middle school workout and, uh, to start your off-season condition, and that says a lot about the job that they're doing at the middle school and getting these kids involved, and it, it's, uh, it's a huge, huge big, uh, big part. Of, um, of the success that we have on the high school levels is uh, your middle school, your feeder programs. You can look back, uh, you know, back in the day when I started uh, with basketball, we built the program up here, but that was a, a big part of the people that were having these bitty programs, the Gary, Joe Hanberry, Mark Polkey, and, you know, and all those guys were, they were really involved and invested in that program, and it just made our jobs a lot easier on that high school level. I saw a picture yesterday, and it was uh, – you may have seen it also. It was my buddy Ryan that shared it. It was the old cover of a football magazine from about 20 years ago. And it, I think Ryan was on the center dropping back for a pass or whatever in practice. And then over his shoulder is Nessie Pierce, who's you know kind of giving some instructions. And then over Nessie's shoulder is a young Brian Colley who was coaching football. Man, and I was thinking to myself, Coach Colley would want to see this. Man, this is pretty cool. Man, you're not going to be coaching any varsity sport this coming season – but you got to look back at pictures like that and remember, man, we had one hell of a ride, huh? Yeah, sure did. And, uh, just kind of reflect in the last week or so uh, <clears throat> of, your, of your career and all, and it's uh, going back to the days at LCO and uh, the days over here with Coach Pearson, uh, you know, Coach Tommy Gisclair, Coach Joey Detros, Curtis Gisclair, all those guys. Uh, yeah, it was uh, a great time to come into coaching. Uh, just enjoyed the heck out of it. And, yeah, I would like to see that picture. I, I, I didn't see it. But, um, you know, you get some experience and you learn from some of the, the guys that, that did it right. And you just uh, you make your own philosophy and all from that. And it was just, uh, yeah, a great ride. So I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here. Is that, you know, kind of an interesting question. And if you need more time to think about it, feel free to answer it next Monday. You're, you know, kind of on on the outskirts now as you're going to be phasing out and you know, a couple more years of AD and then, you know, then going to be in, heading into retirement. 
If you could give advice right now to the rookie Brian Colley, who started coaching 30 years ago, whatever it may be, what would you tell him to get him ready for what was ahead? Oh, my God. Uh, great question. I would uh, <clears throat> tell him, you know, just straight, stay true to yourself. Do uh, what you believe in. And don't, uh, you know, do what's best for the kids. And, uh, you know, not a, a great guy to show, like, emotions a lot of time, but you got, you got to let the kids know that you care about them. And uh, if you can, you know, you do that, they can, uh, you can go a long way. Very good. Good answer. Before we let you go, who's going to win the NBA Finals? Man, you got Golden State and Boston. Golden State is more polished, but I really, truly believe that Boston has, like, some tools that can make the Warriors uncomfortable. I think their length can maybe chase Golden State off the three-point line. But what say you? Who you got? I'm going to say Golden State in six because uh, I think both teams turn the ball over at a, at a high rate. And uh, a lot of times it's too much, you think, to win. But Golden State plays, I think, at a higher tempo. That's why they can turn the ball over a few more times and they get extra shots because they, they shoot a lot of times quicker in their offense than what Boston does. So I think Golden State is going to uh, pull it out in six. And if it goes to seven, I think it would because Draymond Green is going to do something silly <laughs> and allow Boston to get an extra game. Okay, so, so <laughs> your, your answer there kind of prompted another question. Um, dude, what would you like if, if we made Brian Colley the, the president of basketball and you can make whatever rule you want to make, what would you do to limit all of the bickering that goes on? Because man, like it feels like there are two games within the NBA game. Like there's the actual game on the floor and then there, <clears throat> there's the game where it's the players versus the officials where they're arguing and fighting and holding the ball, refusing to give it back to the officials and are getting called for a foul and sprinting across the court and with their hands up. Like, it becomes old after a while. What would you do to limit that? Because, man, it's disgusting the way some of these guys act at times. Yeah, it is. It's embarrassing. And, I mean, young kids are watching this. And you see some of that happen on a high school level now where some kids are getting technicals or even thrown out of games because the way they act on different calls. And you can see why they're doing it. I mean, the NBA people are doing it. And I think you need to get to the official association and get these guys straight from the start and stop taking all this nonsense from these players. But, I mean, they're making a the big bucks. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, I, I don't know. If you get officials that throw a guy out, you know, give him a technical, he opens his mouth again, give him another one, that official probably won't be calling very long because they – People are paying to see these guys play, but they're not paying to see them complain for uh, the majority of the game. But uh, I, don't, I don't like it like you. I think there's no place for it, and it's uh, way out of hand. And I guess you go to the officials and got to let them know, give them free reign that, look, don't let these people show you up and uh, control the game, and you go from there. Well, I think your answer is a good one, but I think that your your kind of explanation is also why it's never going to happen. Because if you throw LeBron James out, everyone's turning off the TV and no one's watching anymore. So that's why it's allowed yeah. to happen, right? Yeah. yeah, you're right. I mean, that's what they get the big bucks. People want to see them play or want to see them. So, uh, yeah, uh, it won't happen, but 
if I was running it, that's what I would try and do. There you go. Look, man, thanks so much for the time. We'll chat again on Monday. Okay, buddy? Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Have a good one. Yep. That is Coach Brian Colley doing an excellent job. As always, interesting thoughts and commentary. He's right. You know, that's the way you do it is you actually give the officials real teeth to throw those guys out of games. But the problem is that, you know, I say this all the time in football. You know, as a fan, we always want to complain. Oh, you can't hit the quarterback no more. The game has changed. But then whenever quarterbacks are getting hit and are getting hurt, we're complaining because, oh, these backups are playing. It's garbage. You can't have it both ways, right? They're protecting the quarterbacks for a reason because no one wants to see, you know, Taysom Hill starting at quarterback or whatever it may be. So the same thing with the NBA. No one wants to see LeBron James thrown out and Steph Curry thrown out. Not that Curry's a whiner, but you know what I'm saying. It's play-by-play. Let's catch a break. When we get back, Joe Joe Tuton will be on the line with CCA and the Southland Hogs. You're listening to play-by-play on KLEB. It's the Memorial Day sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams. Long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too, through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7-985-632-5592. In Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve, or visit their website at joesseptic at viscom.net. Yep, it's that time of year, Blue Boot Rodeo, July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. This rodeo is to promote water safety and drowning prevention. This year's fishing rodeo, we also have adult, kids, kayak, and we added the offshore division. Proceeds from this rodeo go to swimming lessons, life rings on the Grand Isle Beach, scholarships, and bringing awareness to water safety. There will be plenty of food, drinks, activities for the kids, and the whole family. That's the Blue Boot Rodeo coming this July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. 
Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne building materials. First, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for trusting us to help serve you in these trying times of post-storm recovery, and thank you for your patience during our expansions. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. Welcome back to Play by Play on this Tuesday. Hope everybody is enjoying their day. If you're leaving work and going to get a bite to eat, keep the radio dial with us. We're going to be here till 1 o'clock. We're going to be talking with Joe Tuto in this segment. And then also we're going to be talking with Stan Gravois the segment after that. Then we'll get our weekend W's and L's and our betting picks. But as promised, we go to the phone line. We have CCA baseball coach, Coach Joe Tuto. Good afternoon, my friend. How are you? Hey, good, buddy. Getting ready for summer baseball. Absolutely. That's exactly what I wanted to have you on to talk about, bro. You guys are, you know, getting ready to fully rev up with the Hogs. I know you've done a little bit of stuff, you know, made the teams and got everybody situated. I know you guys got to be super excited about the upcoming months. I'm chasing super. We really are. We had a little uh, spring training game over in Gonzales with all of the teams on uh, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, really looking forward to it. I, I mean, our baseball talent in this area it's look it proves it in the high school season and man when you could put these guys together you're talking about this will be some fun teams to watch you know it's it's interesting <laughs> you know i was kind of thinking about this during the regular season you know you're kind of like the tampa bay rays right where you're kind of the the team with not a lot of enrollment you got some scrappy kids then over the summer it's like you become the manager of the yankees bro you got everybody the dudes from all over all the big guys like, you almost got to kind of become two different managers, right? Like a school ball manager and then also the summer ball manager where you probably don't have to do a whole lot over the summer to get those guys in line. Well, I tell you, I mean, Casey, that's it. You know, in high school, you got to really coach. Listen, in, in summer baseball with, with this talent, you just got to manage. Kind of, look, basically, uh, you know, you got some horses. You got to let them run, man. I mean, I I can tell you, if, if, if I throw the names out the lineup, you know, that we went through on the 17-year-olds, over the over the weekend on Sunday, uh, you would kind of get a good chuckle if you know what I'm talking about. I mean, it uh, we really had some firepower in that lineup. So uh, I'm just it's very uh, it's pretty easy to coach. You kind of more of a, a manager, you know, just kind of every now and then pull the reins back a little bit. But let these guys go, man. These kids know how to play, and I think these guys are real polished. Everybody's came off of a playoff run, and uh, like I, I, the kids are excited. And I can tell you, when you get a lot of competition. You know, on your high school team, sometimes the starters are the starters and the reserves are the reserves. When you come with the Hawks, you got 20 starters. Everybody's looking for 10 spots. And, uh, man, it, the competition's unbelievable. It's uh, It's been really fun. That was along the lines of the next question I was going to ask is that, you know, using the Yankees reference again, sometimes, you know, the Yankees will have a big-time prize first baseman, but they may also have a prospect first baseman who's just as good who wants some playing time, too, you got to juggle some roles a little bit, man. Because as you said a second ago, everybody here was a starter for their high school team, and there's only nine spots on the diamond. And you, how do you manage that and make sure that, you know, making everybody happy, so to speak? Well, you know, I, I think, Casey, the biggest deal is every tournament we go on to is four games. So for the most part, I think you can listen. There's not much talent drop off with any lineup you run out there. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, in four games, most guys will get to start two games. Uh, 
as we get to the end of the summer and you get to the state tournament and the World Series, we can kind of mix that up. We'll probably it'll be more three and one. But for the most part, is uh, you know, early in the year, the first month of June, basically you'll see a lot of guys splitting time. Like I, you know, I'll give you an example. Uh, JT will split time with Jackson Martin at first base. Uh, that's just a good excuse the way we saw it. And when one's not playing one at first base, then the other one's DH. And so we have a lot of situations like that. <laughs> JT and Jackson. Well, there's two pretty good ones right out the gate, right? <laughs> two pretty good options for the lineup card, huh? Uh, listen, I, I mean, I'm going to tell you, man, <laughs> I, just in case you have me. You know, when you start the game off with Ethan Level as your leadoff guy, uh, we had Brody Bear from HL Bourgeois batting in the two-hole. Jackson Martin was in the three-hole. Gavin Vardick was in the four-hole. JT was in the five-hole. That's just right off the top. That's not including, you know, our Thibodeau high guys. Our South Lafouche guys, our E.D. White guys, our Vanderbilt Catholic guys, our Assumption guys, that was just right off the top of the head, you know, coming out of the gate. So we, we're pretty excited, man. It's going to be fun. Been doing this for a long time. If this group comes together and meshes the way that they're capable, does this team have a chance to be your best summer team yet? I tell you, on the 17th, it's going to be hard to repeat a World Series championship. But listen, they got four guys back. And listen, we got 16 other guys that are, are all district players from this area, a couple of all-state guys. So uh, I, I think this team could be really, really good. And, and, you know, that's on our Hogs Blue and our 17s, and that's the team that Coach Tristan Rogers had. I mean, we didn't even talk about the 18s and the college comeback guys that are my guys. So I, I'm pretty excited on the 18-year-old team, which is the 18-19s. We opened up today at Goche uh, – Amadee for a doubleheader, and uh, I'm feeling pretty good about it. We got four or five college comeback guys along with, you know, along with our, you know, really good high school seniors this year. So uh, it's going to be fun, man. We're excited. You know, the 18s doesn't – this will be their first game today. So we're pretty excited to get after it. It should be a really good summer. Coach, you do a lot, and, and I really want to make sure this gets out there because people deserve to know this. I know you don't do it for the recognition and, you know, it, it – but I, I got to get this out here. You do a lot to make sure that guys, not just at CCA, but around the home of Thibodeau area, get opportunities. Be it sharing, you know, film or be it word of mouth, and you know, calling a college coach that you have a connection with, and saying, "Hey, you know, go get this guy. He could play," or whatever it may be. A lot of that stuff is behind the scenes. But there are dozens and dozens of guys over the years that have ended up being able to extend their careers. Thanks to some of that legwork that you've done, man. So first off, thanks for doing that. And then second, man, how fulfilling is that knowing that like you're literally helping these dudes keep their baseball dreams alive? Well, well, listen, I could give you, you know, listen, if somebody wants to know why they should play Southland Hawks baseball, I, I, this happened Friday. We had a college coach, I don't want to say his name, that he was going to a showcase, but he asked if we had any players in this area that he needed to look at. He drove down from the showcase he was at in Mississippi to come see five of our guys, local players, from the Homa, Thibodeau area, uh, from the Terrebonne, Lafouche area, from the Assumption area. And I feel like out of the five kids he saw, two guys will get a chance, an opportunity to play college baseball at the next level at his school if they want to. And, I mean, the biggest thing that, that I've learned and the reason I want to do this when I was a high school player, you can probably relate to this. There wasn't that many guys that had enough 
communications and connections. And we have so much talent in this area that I want to make sure that just because I'm the coach at CCA, I'm the Southland Hogs first. And Southland Hogs is all of our players. And when it becomes all of our players, there's no better reward than, look, this morning I got to see Brent Marmalade at work, and, and we talked about baseball. He asked me how the summer was going. I remember when he was a 15-year-old kid at Thibodeau High, and, I mean, he turned out to be a quality man who was able to play baseball at Delgado, LSU, and played in the Kansas City Royal organization. So, I mean, I, I kind of do it just because I feel like somebody – has to give these guys an opportunity, and I think I got some connections where I can do it. And uh, as long as I'm healthy and willing, uh, I'm going to continue to do it because I think it's uh, it's really fun. I mean, it's enjoyable. It's really enjoyable to see these guys when they're 30 years old and they have their own kids, and uh, we come back and talk about you know the opportunities. And I mean, you just do it because I love doing it. It's just that simple. It's very uh, it's very self rewarding. And, man, there's so much good college baseball here. You look into the NCAA tournament, there's LSU, UL, Louisiana Tech, and Southeastern that all made it. Nichols is on an upswing. UNO's kind of got their program in a stable position where they can they, they contend every year. McNeese was very strong. Then you look at you know the JUCO ranks. You know you got Delgado and you know Loyola and all these other programs. There's a lot of opportunities, and it's not just opportunities for the sake of having an opportunity. There are really, really good, successful programs here in the state that you could send these kids to. I mean, listen, Jason, there's no doubt. I mean, you talked about the regionals. I mean, Bryce Grisanti, one of our guys, is a catcher at Southeastern. Uh, you know, we, we got Gavin Dugas at, at LSU. I mean, we have local players everywhere. Cam Trosclay had an awesome year at Loyola. Uh, Nick Brune had a great year at Louisiana College. I mean, and I can go on and on about – all our local college guys. I mean, let me tell you this, there's some talent in this state and, and the parity of college baseball. I think you got to see it in the S tournament or you got to see it in the Southland Conference Tournament because I feel like what Coach Silva has done at Nichols just gotten things rolling in the in the right direction. Uh Nichols is gonna be a thorn in somebody's side for years to come and uh I'm just excited about baseball in Louisiana just in general because there's quality programs, you know, almost everywhere in this state. So um, you said you got a doubleheader today with your older group, and then you know, looking ahead, what are some of the things we should be paying attention to? You guys have a weekend tournament or anything like that coming up? Yes, we're going to Hattiesburg this weekend with all five teams, and uh, that's uh, that starts on Thursday. Everybody will open up Thursday. We play Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, Sunday. So it should be a really good weekend. Uh, I mean, we kind of like a little bump in the road. We were supposed to play at Southern Miss, but. Since they're hosting a regional, they're moving us around. But it'll be it'll be a really good baseball weekend in Hattiesburg. I think a few of our guys plan on going to see uh, a couple of college games while we at it. So uh, this weekend, basically, we're in Hattiesburg. Weekend, you know, all of the guys are at Tulane. The weekend after that, we were at UL. Weekend after that, we had LSU units. So that kind of gets us rolling in pretty much the whole month of June before we even start July. So things are pretty much marked out in uh, – you know, as baseball gets rolling, I think Swampland for the high school guys is uh, starting up on Thursday of this week. So I think baseball is getting rolling in general. Knock on wood, hopefully the weather is cooperative to us and, and we can have another successful summer baseball season. Beautiful. Look, my friend, we thank you so much for the time. Keep up the good work, and y'all go get some wins today, buddy. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, bud. Y'all have a good one. Yep. That is Coach Joe with CCA and the Southland Hogs. I, I – <laughs> 
it's an embarrassment of riches, man. He's going through his lineup and oh yeah, we're splitting time. We got a platoon. Usually at the MLB ranks, when you think platoon, it's two guys that both like kind of hit 230, and you're just trying to ride the hot hand on a given day based on the pitching matchup. Oh, we're running a platoon. You know, JT Tuton and Jackson Martin, two of the <laughs> two of the, the best hitters in our area, man. They're loaded to the gills. They've got so much talent. Whoever's lined up against them over the summer, good luck, man. You're going to need it because they've got talent for days and days and days. It's play-by-play. Let's catch a break. When we get back, it's Tuesday, so that means it's our TGMC Tuesday. We're going to Stan Grava after this commercial here on KLEB. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. It's the Memorial Day sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams, long-lasting new pickups, or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season well this year go with industrial power systems your only local power generation professional serving lafouche for over 18 years we offer sales service installation and maintenance on all major brands of residential commercial industrial and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry generac cola briggs and stratton cummins onan and many more industrial power systems power is our middle name call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in galliano Home health services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We go to the phone lines. It's Tuesday, so it's our Terrebonne General Tuesday. We go to Stan Grava, who's on the line right now. Stan, good afternoon, buddy. How are you today? Hey, Casey. Doing well. Doing well. Hope the same for you. Yep, we're doing just fine, my friend. It is a fun time of the year. Uh, Everybody's kind of hitting the reset button and starting over again and getting ready for the next school years with their summer activities. Uh, let's start with this, um, and it's not directly high school related, but it's indirectly high school related. Is I had Coach Joe Tuto on the last segment of the show, and I don't know if you had the opportunity to listen to Joe or not, but he was just talking about the wealth of talent that they have in their summer program, and he's going through his roster and going through his lineup, and I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, one through nine, all-star, 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 all-star. Like, there is just loaded to the gills. I don't know any way that they don't have a dominant summer, man. There's just so much talent to go around. That program's going to have a big, big upcoming uh, couple weeks and months here. 
Yeah, listen, not only on his uh, older group, but his younger group, too, because usually he goes 17s and then he goes with the older kids. I know he's starting to call them – he's color-labeling it now like a lot of teams do. But I think both of those teams are going to be really, really good. You know what's interesting about the whole thing, Casey? Because you were there a couple of weeks ago for the All-Star game. After the game was over, it was the next Sunday or Monday, Joe and I were talking. Every once in a while, we'll just talk about baseball – And he said, you know who he thought the best baseball player in the All-Star game was just from a pure raw talent, not necessarily, you know, who's going to go on to have the best baseball career. And I said, you know, and I guessed like about six guys before he said no. He said, it's like Christian Arsenal. How How crazy is that for me to say Christian Arsenal with all this other talent we have and that guy's really a football guy. Yep. But just from a raw talent perspective of being able to get on a mound and throw the ball the way he does, he mentioned his name. So that's when I kind of sat back and thought, wow, you're right. What a wealth of talent. I think it's going to be the hardest year that he's ever had, though, because you know what? He's got to come up with lineups of all of these games. And I, I don't guess you can go wrong, but I don't know how you keep everybody happy because everybody certainly is capable of being on the field. Yeah, there's no doubt, and I asked him exactly that: is you know, how do you make sure that you're feeding all the mouths that you have to feed? And I, I likened it to, in high school, it's like you're the manager of the Rays, right? At CCA, you're a single A school. You only got a handful of kids in the school. Then over the summer, you become the manager of the Yankees, where you got you know infinite resources yeah. and talent, and it's two different roles, man. Certainly. Yes, there's uh, more resources there too. I would uh, venture to say, but. Uh... Yeah, I agree. And look, that's not easy. For anybody who sits back and watches a professional team that's loaded to the gills, I get it. You know, I would rather have more talent than less talent, but it's not always an easy thing. And there's chemistry that comes along with all of this. There's, you know, somebody was telling me the other day, isn't it interesting how when pitching's going good, hitting gets better. And when hitting's going good, this gets better. And some things start a domino effect. And uh, I think that when you have a situation with all of this talent, you still have to have that managerial aspect of keeping things in line. Uh, I know that uh, Joe does a good job with that. He's got a good staff that works with him with the Hogs. If you've ever had the opportunity to meet Tristan Rogers, just a great guy, a heck of a ball player when he was at Ellen Memorial too. But Tristan sort of got that it factor with coaching too, and he and Joe make a really good team because Joe is more managerial in nature and Tristan is a little bit more grassroots, X's and O's. Not that Joe's not. But but they can hash things out. So, yeah, I think we're going to see really good baseball in our area this summer on that level. And then, of course, you're going to have Swampland yeah. where all of these developmental programs are getting going. I, you know, I'm going to say this here. I've said it on air before, uh, Casey, and I don't mean it in a negative connotation. It is very hard for me to go watch Swampland baseball. I, as a matter of fact, I almost, I almost can't stand watching it. But I do get it. And it's one thing we never gave any credit to as far as our success of baseball in the area. But I think it probably should be given a little bit of kudos because I think it develops kids. It's hard to watch sometimes, but it develops kids. Yeah, no doubt about that, man. And look, man, you and I have been doing radio together, I don't know, since like 2018, 2019. Like, it's been a little bit now. One of the things that I like the most about you guys' Hall of Fame, which is coming up in the next couple of weeks, the Terrebonne General Athletic Sports Hall of Fame, is that, you know, of course, it's it's a great showcase for the history of, you know, of athletics in our region. And we're, you know, every year you guys are inducting 
tremendous men and women who've done such wonderful things. But one of the things I like the most about this time is when you kind of, you know, come on the air or even sometimes off the air and you, and you share stories about, well, you know, this guy did this. And like, I didn't even realize that like all these little details and these little stories that, that you learn while you're interviewing these people. So I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to ask you, what is it about, you know, any handful of play? It could be one. It could be however many stories you're willing to share that you learned about a hall of famer in this coming class that you didn't have a clue about until you did the interview or, you know, asked people and, and you know, kind of got the story. So do you have like mental telepathy or something? Because I am sitting at a computer right now putting together the video on, on what it's called Vegas. It's an editing system for Art Cantrell. <laughs> and this morning, Brett Chesson and I were discussing him a little bit because there's one extremely funny part in his video. So Art Cantrell, for those of you who don't know, went to South Lafouche High School and played there in 1966. And he went to the Shrimp Bowl, which in those days, if you were a team that was really good from Louisiana, you got invited to the Shrimp Bowl in Biloxi. So you go over there and you play against Biloxi High School or Hattiesburg High or Meridian or whoever, and uh, it's really a big game. Well, he played so well in that game, these folks were asking what college he was going to go to the next year. And he says, well, I'm not going to any college. I'm actually a few days too old to play in Louisiana, so i got to sit out a year before I go to college. Well, their brains started turning, and they said, no, man, come live here. Because in Mississippi, you could play here as a 19-year-old. So he ended up in Mississippi, right? And he met a lifelong friend named John Tapper. They're still business partners to this day all these years later. And John Tapper is telling us stories that have us, like, on the ground laughing about him, you know, about about that day in 1966 when South Lafouche got off the bus to play Biloxi High School in the Shrimp Bowl, you know, Art Cantrell walked up in front of the whole team, the Biloxi team, and said, I'm going to run the ball down y'all throats today. I hope y'all ready. <laughs> <laughs> and basically just told them that, right? And I said, so, John, what happened in the game? He said, first time he touched the ball, he ran 65 yards. He said, we caught him. We caught him. But he ran 65 yards, and he said, we actually won the game 7 to nothing." And you would think, wow, how did y'all beat that South Lafouche team? Because remember, this South Lafouche team had Ron Este on it. It had Chican Martin. It, had, it was just loaded. And he said, but we had guys, and he started running off names, all of these guys who went to the University of Alabama and went to Ole Miss and went to Mississippi State. So football was like, it's almost like we're talking about the Southland Hogs right now, right? It's these all-stars and stuff. So, yeah, uh, listen, uh, as we're putting this video together and I'm sitting here at the editor, I'm just laughing at stuff that Art Cantrell is saying. It's just, it's amazing. It truly is amazing. And to think that for two of his four years at LSU, he was on the shelf because he had dislocated a shoulder badly one year. And then the one year, he actually, in the Orange Bowl, hurt his leg really bad, which affected him the next year. So little things like this get me fired up, you can tell, you know, just talking about it. But these inductees really, it, it's, when we make these videos, a lot of people think the videos are made for the induction ceremony that night. They're not. They're actually made for 16-, 17-, 18-year-old high school boys and girls to look at so that they can aspire to something, so that they see something amusing, or they see that that guy's from their neighborhood. Because I'll venture to say this, and, and you 
may or may not know this, Casey, good chance Art Cantrell grew up right around the street that you live on. There's yeah. a good chance that Ron Este was right down the road from you. There's a good chance you could go right down the line that Bobby Bear did this, you know, in the same place you did that. And a lot of our kids today, there's a disconnect, and I, we're just trying to, we're trying to fuse that together just a little bit, if that makes any sense. No, no doubt. That's a great point. Look, I'm doing radio from a studio in La Rose where, if not for a curve in the road, I would be able to see the house that Bebe Ogeron grew up in. Like, I'm a tenth of a mile away from where Coach O grew up in. So, yeah, that's the thing about these small interconnected communities. And, Stan, you were kind of talking about this indirectly a couple summers ago, is that, hey, you're cutting grass in your yard one day. A man stops, pulls out of his vehicle. It's Mason Smith who lives right around the corner or whatever, and he stops and tells you hello. That's the beauty of being in a small community is that you either directly know somebody or you indirectly know somebody who knows that somebody. We're all intertwined in that way. It's beautiful. I agree. And, and they set examples, too. You know, I'm not going to go out and say that all of these guys were A-plus model citizens and everything they did in their life. But you know what they do do when they come back and they do these videos? They also explain what they may have done wrong somewhere in life. They'll say, you know, probably shouldn't have done that. Because one of the questions we always ask when we go out and interview them is if you could do something over again, what would you do? And you have some who say, you know, nothing. I guess I'm the person I am because of what I did. And you have some who say, you know, I, I can remember doing some silly things along the way. And if I wouldn't have done that, it, it might have met another $500,000 in my pocket, you know, or something like that. So just to hear those stories of how they did it and how it may work for you know our individuals of today is really fun lsu is going to a regional they're going to be out in hattiesburg against southern mississippi their first matchup will be against kennesaw look man just looking at the schedule this looks like a friendly draw for lsu kennesaw has played georgia tech got blasted they played georgia gave up 17 runs they played auburn gave up 14 runs they played georgia again gave up 10 runs like every quality opponent that they have played they have given up a ton, a ton of runs. Now, they score a bunch, too, now, but that's against non-SEC pitching in most of the games. Looks like all things considered, look, you're going on the road. You're not facing a Power 5 opponent. Your first-round matchup is kind of favorable. Jay Johnson and his crew got to be very pleased because this looks like a pretty favorable draw for LSU. Yeah, I would guess so. You know, I actually thought if they didn't host, which after they lost to Kentucky this weekend, I didn't think they would host. But if they didn't host, I really thought the NCAA was going to send them somewhere where they could compete. I mean, it's not like they were going to send them to Tennessee, right? <laughs> so <laughs> that being said, I think they can compete. I would say this about Kennesaw State. Don't sell them short only because a couple of years ago, I was working with a teacher and her nephew actually played at Kennesaw. And that's when Kennesaw started to get their kind of mojo together there at the baseball school. And uh, she asked me to design a bat for him. He was a senior finishing and she wanted to give him something nice. So, you know, I painted this uh, bat with paint pens and stuff for him. So I kind of started keeping an eye on Kennesaw State, and then I realized they're, they're not, don't get me wrong, they're not an SEC school. It's not, I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, compare apples with apples here because you can't. It's apples and oranges. But they're, they can be dangerous. And I said this last week in talking to you. The only thing that still got me a little bugaboo about LSU is the pitching. You said Kennesaw doesn't see you know SEC pitching day in and day out. They certainly don't. 
But but I'm not sure LSU's pitching is your cream of the yeah. crop SEC pitching. So that being said, if it's a McHale, you know, Hilliard out there, I'm feeling pretty good. I just I don't know why. I I just have a feeling there's going to come a day in time we're going to look back at LSU baseball over the years and start spitting out some names, and Mikael Hilliard is going to be on that, not necessarily the Mount Rushmore, but he's going to be in that top 100 of like, man, this was a guy who really meant a lot to that program. But after you get past that, you'd have to direct me to who's the guy, and I just don't see it yet. So that's the only, maybe the only kink in the armor or LSU related to that. And obviously, Southern Miss is not hosting that for nothing. I don't know much about the team this year, but I, you know, I'm, I'm guessing they have to be pretty good, right? So, uh, I, all things said, though, I think LSU set up to be pretty good. I, I don't know the region they would have to face if it got to the Super Regional. Do you know that? Yes, they would be matched up with the Miami Regional, which is Miami, Canisius, Ole Miss, and Arizona. Oh, I like that, too. Oh, Arizona! Wow. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that is, that would be. I, I again, if LSU is playing like they did and sort of found it in that that Vanderbilt series, I, I'm all for it because that was the first series I thought LSU really, and I'm going to use this term, grinded. I really, especially that last game when they were down by eight or nine runs. They, but there's a lot of times this year they just didn't grind, and that. And I hope they find that going into this weekend. You like, you know, ironic things and little trivia pieces like this. You don't want to hear something really crazy, man. At our LaFouche Gazette offices, we have a very small office, not a lot of employees. We have a spouse who is a Southern Miss grad. We have an <laughs> Army person, you know, a military veteran who served in the Army. We have myself, who's LSU. We have Abby Lazard, who's Kennesaw State. We have all four schools covered in the damn regional. Is that right? Yep. That, I thought you were going to say just in general, but when you're talking about having somebody who has a little stake in the thing from all one regional, that oh, that ought to be fun this week. <laughs> I, I think I think there should be bets on the line. <laughs> well, you know me, there's going to be something at, at stake, right? It, there always yeah. is, right? So, yeah. Stan, before we let you go, brother, uh, NBA Finals are set. It's going to be the Warriors taking on Boston. Who do you think is going to win the championship, man? Uh, listen, I think because they grind a little bit better, I think the Warriors will win it. I know that probably disappoints you a little bit. I also think that the Celtics are coming off of a a pretty tough series. Two straight seven-game series. Exactly. And I always think this, and I don't, you know, this probably has no merit to it whatsoever, but I just find in the NBA the team from the West Coast that makes it to the finals, if there is a team from the West Coast that makes it, seems to have an advantage, and I don't, I don't know exactly what it is because I'm sure they both got to travel, but I just feel like it's easier sort of to come from the West Coast to the East Coast than it is to go from the East Coast to the West Coast, if that makes any sense whatsoever. And listen, the Warriors have been there a whole lot lately, so uh, I, I, I don't really have a horse in the race, but, I, but I'll go Warriors. Listen, if my horse in the race is that the the Lakers were out. So my my <laughs> final was a long time ago when the Lakers didn't get in. Very, very well said. Look, Stan, we thank you so much for the time. We'll chat again on Saturday, okay, pal? All right. Talk to you later, Casey. Take care. Yep. That is Stan Gravva doing an excellent job, as always. We thank him so much for his support on these Tuesdays. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to get our weekend W's and L's, and we'll kind of 
start piecing things together and get back caught up a little bit. We're one day behind this week with the Memorial Day holiday. Let's catch a break when we get back. We'll crown victors and losers over the weekend as play-by-play on KLEB. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third-grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back, too, through good times and the not-so-good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe, effective, guaranteed. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. At Thibodeau Regional Wellness Center, we're improving the health and well-being of the region one person at a time. And this means more game time, more first times, more crunch time, more face time, and more party time. Isn't it time you started living your best life? Change starts here at Thibodeau Regional Wellness Center. Welcome back to Play by Play here. We have a caller on the phone line. Good morning. You're on with Play by Play. How may I help you? Hello? Hey, this is Casey Jiskar, Play by Play. How may I help you? Hey, what happened to the Gus Canada stuff? So, you know, we, uh, sorry, we had someone that was calling for Gus, so we'll send them over to the other studio. Sorry about that. We'll get our W's and L's here for our Play by Play show today. Our first W has got to go to the Boston Celtics, right? It's just got to go to the Boston Celtics. I know that they didn't play their best in Game 7. They didn't you know, necessarily uh, win as decisively as many thought they would. They had a big lead, and they kind of blew it. They didn't make good decisions down the stretch. Whatever it may be, you could pick it apart in, in, in 100 different directions, right? <laughs> but they won. They punched their ticket through. They won. They found a way to advance to the NBA Finals. You're happy for, you know, Udoka's their head basketball coach there. You're happy for Tatum. And I'm happy for Marcus Smart. It's a dude that doesn't like. We talk about the Celtics. We talk about everyone other than Marcus Smart. We talk about Tatum. We talk about Brown. We talk about Horford. We talk about Williams in the middle blocking shots. We talk about 
Peyton Pritchard and, you know, the, the little guards that they have off the bench shooting threes. And the one constant there has been Marcus Smart. Just a tough guy. Plays good defense, makes shots, glue guy, could guard any position. He's only about 6'3", 6'4", if even that. <clears throat> but just does anything that that team needs to be successful on any given day. So I'm happy for the Celtics. As Stan said in the last segment, hopefully they win it all. From my perspective, I wouldn't be surprised if Golden State won it all, though. It should be a good finals ahead. I think the Warriors are battle-tested. I think the Celtics do things that could bother Golden State. should be a good finals. Weekend L goes to Zion Williamson. Remember about a month ago, I told you guys beware of idle times for the Pelicans. Probably more than about a month ago. Probably about 45 days ago. Beware of idle times. The Pelicans were playing. They were ending the regular season. They were near the play-in tournament. They get into the series with Phoenix. They're winning a few games. They're competitive. Everybody's coming out of the woodwork claiming they've been a Pelican fan their whole life. And, oh, they're all season ticket holders. Everybody's happy. I said on this show, beware of idle time. Everything is fine now. But when there are games that are no longer on the schedule... That's when you start to hear whispers. Zion doesn't want to be here, really. Zion's not going to sign a new deal with New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans wants him back, but they're not going to guarantee his deal. Oh, Zion doesn't like that. He's going to hold out. Oh, New Orleans is running this like a football business. They're not going to have a fully guaranteed deal. Gil Benson's worried about his future. Oh, Zion is disgruntled with Gil Benson. He wants a new deal. The whispers are starting. Reports are that Zion wants a fully guaranteed five-year maximum contract worth $200 million. The Pelicans are willing to give him a five-year $200 million contract as long as the $200 million is not fully guaranteed and he has to play to earn all of the money. This is going to end up being a stalemate. And it's going to end up being a stalemate that's going to lead to Zion wasting some of his offseason, not being in great shape, and end up being probably... The beginnings are going to be paved of his exit towards New Orleans. Call me names. Say that I'm wrong. Say that I'm a hater. Say that I don't root for the New Orleans team. Say whatever you want to say. I said the same things about Anthony Davis. You all said, oh, that's not true. The national media is lying. All those reports are wrong. Anthony Davis says to us publicly he wants to stay. And then he ended up leaving. They're professional athletes. They're going to look into the camera and lie. Zion looks into the camera whenever the lights are on and says, oh, I love New Orleans. I want to be here. It's a lie. He doesn't want to be in New Orleans long term. They're going to be in position to maybe re-sign him because they could offer him the most money, but it's not going to change the fact that he's disgruntled. It's not going to change the fact that there are issues at play that he's not happy with. Weekend W goes to LSU baseball for no reason other than the fact that I think they got a great draw. Southern Miss is a manageable regional. That's going to end up being a home series for LSU. They're going to overtake and overthrow that that, that stadium there. Two-and-a-half-hour drive, that's nothing for LSU baseball fans. Kennesaw, I think, is a friendly three-seed. Army shouldn't be in play as a four-seed. I think LSU's in great shape. I think LSU's in great shape. I think they could go win that regional. They got a very friendly draw, and I think that they could go and win the Miami uh, Super Regional if Miami ends up pushing past it. And then if not, certainly Ole Miss and Arizona and those other teams are teams that are capable of being beaten. LSU's, what, five, six wins away from going to the College World Series, and I think that they've got a draw that will allow them to do that. Weekend L goes to Tulane baseball. We don't talk much Tulane here. 
for various reasons. For one, we've got a sister station across the street that spends a whole lot of time. I can maybe even argue almost too much time talking about Tulane athletics. But the second reason, like, it's just kind of a niche market. Like, there's not a whole lot of fans here in the Bayou region that are big Tulane folks, so we don't spend a whole lot of time with them. But as I was watching the selection show yesterday, I'm seeing LSU get called. I'm seeing Southeastern get called. I'm seeing Louisiana Tech get called. I'm seeing, uh, who am I missing? Oh, the Cajuns, Lafayette get called. I'm like, where's Tulane at? Tulane, whenever I was a kid, they were going to the College World Series type of good. They're just not that program anymore. And the fact that, like, it's not that they didn't make the NCAA tournament. is that now they've repeatedly not made the NCAA tournament. Is the fact that they were so far away from the NCAA tournament that they weren't even on the bubble. No, they're going to be hiring their baseball coach in the next couple of days or weeks or however long it's going to take. they got to get that hire right. That's too good of a program, too prestigious of a program. It's time to get back to the winner's circle. It's time for Tulane to become that 35-40 win club again because just barely being 500 and doing the things they're doing right now, it's not working. Got to, got to switch that up. Weekend W goes to the Los Angeles Dodgers. I could do this every Monday or Tuesday. Dodgers have the best lineup and the best pitching. Freeman fits that lineup like a glove. You got Mookie Betts. You got Bellinger. You got you know Will Smith. Like They got so many sticks. It's ridiculous how good they are. My Braves got sold a bill of goods. Freeman is far better than Matt Olson. It's it's painful. Far better than Matt Olson. And then, oh yeah, they've got the best pitching to boot. The Dodgers are a wrecking ball. They cruise through the weekend in stride. They're not they're they're so damn good. They're they're far and away the best team in the National League. In the playoffs, crazy things happen. It's a short series. They can maybe get beat, sure, but they are far and away the best team in the National League. Weekend L goes to AEW. If you're a wrestling fan, hear me out. You might cuss me. I don't care. So I'm right on this one. AEW had so much poison, so much potential early in their company's history. They were going to be the alternative to WWE, and they actually had a little money behind them with Tony Khan and you know the Khan family. They have ruined all of the progress that they had made and all the potential that they had. They have filled their roster to the core with ex-WWE guys that no one needs to see anymore. Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Billy Gunn, Goldust, like so many guys that just don't move the needle at all, that they're just employing just to say, ha, we want up WWE, we got one of their guys. They're making all of the same mistakes in terms of the high budget, the big roster, all the maintenance. They're making all the same mistakes WCW did, and their audience isn't growing. They had a pay-per-view this past weekend. That was a wreck. It was five hours long. The roster's too big. So many botched spots in the matches. And then after uh, Tony Khan's giving press conferences where he's, Cussing and F-bomb this and, you know, just acting like a belligerent child. Tony Khan, stop talking. I knew this was going to happen because nothing that the Khans own in the realm of sports is well run. The Jaguars are a train wreck. Their soccer program is a train wreck. I knew AEW was always going to end up being this, and no one wanted to listen because, look, as fans, we, we root for what we hope happens, right? And everybody wanted a true alternative. I am a little more objective than that. I knew this was always going to be a mess, and here we are. We're two-plus years in. This is a mess. Their ratings are stagnant. Their salaries and costs are going up. This is a mess, and their pay-per-view is not any good this weekend, and that's coming from fans who or people who are fans of the promotion saying that. A big old train wreck. 
Weekend W goes to Seth Thibodeau, our old buddy at Nickel State University, who was the Nickel State University baseball coach, now the UL Lafayette pitching coach. The Cajuns are going to the NCAA Regional, and the first thing I thought of whenever I saw that news was, my buddy Tibbs must be really happy right now because I know he used to just salivate over the idea of taking Nichols to regional and trying to push them forward and to know that he's finally going to one. Coach Tibbs, if you're listening, A, we're going to try to have you on later in the week. B, we're so happy for you, bro. Like, this is awesome. and We're happy for the Cajuns rooting them on just strictly for our old pal. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to get you some betting picks and we'll get out of here. We're up against the end of the show here on KLEB. Calvin Braxton Ford is your Ford dealer in Lockport. They want you to know how important it is to keep your vehicle always running at its best. So to help you do just that, they want you to know that they can beat almost any tire price. And they have a $70 mail-in rebate on selected brands until June 30th. You can also get an alignment for $89.95. See their certified diesel tech today at Calvin Braxton Ford Highway 1 in Lockport. Come see Popeye's new look, but same great tasting, famous Louisiana chicken. Job openings are available. Apply online at workstream.com slash Popeye's or stop by the Popeye's LaRose location for on-site interviews. Join our broadcast team from play-by-play for a remote broadcast on June the 7th. Stop by for great Popeye's chicken specials and play-by-play giveaways. That's Popeye's Louisiana chicken. It's the Memorial Day sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams. Long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It's time for the 45th Annual Cajun Heritage Festival this Saturday and Sunday at the LaRose Civic Center. There will be duck calling, live auction, carving supplies, boat building, Cajun food, decoy sales, and decoy contests. You can buy, sell, or swap at the Cajun Heritage Festival. So join us this weekend and help us to support this important part of our Cajun heritage and culture. For more information, call 985-228-0845 or look us up on Facebook. A slow-smoked fork-tender brisket, a mouth-watering tenderloin, a juicy prime rib roast. There are plenty of reasons to serve beef this Thanksgiving. Beef is packed with protein, and with 29 cuts of lean beef to choose from, there's always something succulent to serve to your family. So this Thanksgiving, and all during the holiday season, be the hero of your family's gatherings by serving what everybody wants, the delicious taste of beef. So remember, beef, it's what's for dinner. Brought to you by the Louisiana Cattle Producers through the Louisiana Beef Industry Council and the Beef Checkoff. Come on! Yeah! If you want it all back, jump to your feet right now! Oh! Well, the kingdom's up for violence, but the violence... Tomorrow... We'll be our Wednesday show. We'll get to our mailbag tomorrow. We will figure out what questions we want to answer, and we'll hopefully educate you guys and get your answers to all the questions that you ask. It's play-by-play. We want to thank the Blue Boot Rodeo. The 2022 Blue Boot Rodeo will be held on July 7th through 9th at the Grand Isle Marina, located at 158 Sand Dollar Court at the Tarpon Pavilion. Also, Southland Dodge and Homa. Also, industrial power systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Do Friend Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. 
Rouse's Markets. Get Rouse's Louisiana Crawfish hot from the pot 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. seven days a week at Rouse's Markets. Tastes like home. Also, Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. And last but not least, Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafourche Athletics and Community Youth Sports Organizations. I've got some betting picks. And then we're getting out of here. We're up against the end of the show here. I want to thank Brian Colley, Joe Tuton, and then uh, who am I missing? And also Stan Gravel, my bad, for their time today on making this a good show. Our first betting pick, I like the Red Sox to cover the money line today against the Reds. Um, Michael Waka is on the mound throwing against Castillo for the Reds. Castillo's all over the place. He walks guys. He puts guys on base. Yeah, he does get a lot of strikeouts, but when you're facing a Boston offense and you have guys on base in Fenway, it's not a good recipe. I think that the Red Sox are going to win and take care of business there. And then, you know, just looking at it deeper than the pitching matchup, you get minus 136 odds for Boston, which is not even, but it's close enough to even to where if you bet, you know, five, 10 bucks or whatever, you're going to get a decent reward back if Boston takes care of business. Um, the Red Sox are just better than the Reds are. The Reds are in a different stage. They're rebuilding. They don't really have any interest in going to the playoffs this year where Boston's trying to dig out of an early season rut. There's going to be a little more desperation there. Give me the Red Sox. I think they'll take care of business. I like the Brewers today. Minus 130 money line over the Cubbies. This game is at Wrigley. The Brewers are throwing Eric Lauer, who's a good pitcher. The Cubs are throwing Steele, who's not a very good pitcher. This game's at Wrigley, which is why it's tilted a little bit. If this were in Milwaukee, the money line would be minus 170 or minus 180 for the Brewers. I don't think Milwaukee's going to be intimidated playing in Wrigley. That's an old divisional stadium. It's an old divisional rivalry. Give me Milwaukee to take care of business and get the win over the rival Cubs in an NL Central matchup. You know what's crazy? We're going to June 1st tomorrow, which means that the MLB season is still very, very young, like in its infancy. We're only like a third of the way through. And in a lot of the divisions, like we already kind of have an idea of like what it's going to be. And the Central is one of those divisions. It's going to be the Brewers. It's going to be the Cardinals. Nothing else there is going to shake. So it's it's just interesting how like already so early in the infancy, like in the very beginning stages of the MLB season, how we have such a great idea of how a lot of this is going to play out. In the East, it's going to be the Yankees and the Rays and the Blue Jays. Like, Everybody but Baltimore, basically. In the Central, the Twins kind of have a leg up. You think the White Sox might be able to make a run. The West, the Astros, and the Angels. The East, the Mets are just lapping everybody right now. They're going to probably run away with it. The Central, it's Brewers and Cardinals. It's nobody else. In the West, it's Dodgers and Padres and maybe Giants. Pretty much nobody else. It's crazy how clear the haves and the have-nots are already, and we're not even the June 1st. Next betting pick, I like... Uh, what the heck? Give me the Astros to beat the A's today. Javier's on the mound. He's been pretty good this year. I just don't I don't see it with the A's, man. It's tough. The A's used to be such a well-run organization. They still are, but this year's just one of those off years where they just have no offense at all. They've only scored 174 runs. That's among the worst in baseball. I think the Astros are going to push past them on the road with Javier on the mound, so give me Houston to take care of business. Those are our three picks. And we thank everybody for listening. Tomorrow we've got our mailbag. Throughout the course of the week, I'm going to try to have Seth Thibodeau on to talk about the amazing season that the Cajuns have had. I'm going to break down LSU's regional matchup, give you some guys to pay attention to for Kennesaw, give you some guys to pay attention to for Southern Miss, 
and we'll break down that region head to toe. I think it's a very winnable region for LSU. You've been listening to Play by Play. This is Casey just there wrapping up, wishing you a great rest of the day, signing off, telling you all to stay dry, stay hydrated, all that good stuff in that Southeast Louisiana heat. We'll be back at the same time tomorrow. God bless you and your families. Take care of yourselves. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.